These are questions that we frequently get asked. I thought it'd be nice to celebrate our birthday by answering a bit of these questions. We probably should have done it a whole year ago, really. That we kind of introduced ourselves a bit more because no one really knows who we are. We're just a couple of nobodies. Blank picture on the uh, breaking bread thing that means nothing. Obviously, we've got to know quite a few people over the year that we've been doing this. Yeah, it's gone well, hasn't it? A year. It's been amazing. I can't believe it's gone so fast. I can't believe it's been a year. I can't believe from where we've gone to to now. Yeah, it's the people we've where, met and we know, and it's definitely grew far faster than I thought it would. I mean, I think we're both thinking of something we've got coming up that we're both mega excited about the recording of. Oh, um, that's, that's at the moment. That's <laughs> loads of stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but we got something in particular in December, and I think he's probably one of the top people on our lists. Really. Yeah, that'd be a good. One. Is this our intro, by the way? Yeah, this is this is where we start. Hello, people. This is our intro now. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're doing things. We now. just start talking. We're starting with a frequently asked questions, and then we'll get into it. But obviously, you know, we're your hosts. I'm Liam. I'm Carl. Hey, are you all doing? How you all doing? I don't know why I said it that slow. <laughs> Hi. How y'all doing? So, as I said, these are some frequently asked questions. I want to just pack out quickly just before we get into the normal kind of rounding up what we've eaten, what we're cooking, where we're eating, what's opening, all the usual Birmingham news. It's been ages since we've done this. It's been ages since people have listened to me and you just talk about food. It's yeah. all been interviews, yeah. and you did that one with Laura. So. I hope you haven't missed us too much. Yeah, and me especially. <laughs> so, the first question we have is, how do we know each other? It's a good question. <laughs> known each other for, I'm going to try doing the maths. A long time. We've been friends from school. He's well, talking. Carl's a little bit older than me. Only a little. I'm 36. And you were in my brother's year. It's kind of when we finished school and we started going to festivals together and stuff. Like yeah, Dan. I think we started going. I think we used to go to a couple of gigs because I had a car. We used to drive to the gigs or get the train. And then we all went to. You all finished and I was going to Reading Festival. And you all got tickets for Reading Festival. And you and Richard yeah. and someone else, I think Neil, got in my car to go down there. It was just the two of it, and we went exactly as soon as we finished our, uh, we got our exam results, GCSE exam results, and went straight down. You picked us up from school. Yeah, I remember picking you up (laughs) now, stood outside the school, yeah. Yeah, Then we went straight to Reading Festival. Yeah. It was a good festival. Your mum gave us some Greg's, well, I think it might have been Bragg's by then, but Greg's pizza slices to go down. Oh, nice. Yeah, she only (laughs) gave you and Richard one, I didn't get one. (laughs) Yeah, so we've known each other a long time. Uh, Next question. What made you want to do a podcast? You can answer first. It was your idea. That's my. <laughs> that's my answer. Yeah, but like you said, somebody Carl, asked, "Do you want to do, do a, a podcast? podcast?" And I said, "Yeah." But why did you say yeah? Because it's. I could have asked a few people. I well, might have asked a few people. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, no, no. I was like the eighth person, <laughs> just the first one that said yeah. Uh, for me, um, well, it's definitely not because I like the sound of my own voice because I really don't. Uh, no, I think it's just the opportunity to talk about Birmingham and food. We do it anyway, all the time. Yeah. And no one else is putting this all out there and 
seems to be making the effort to do a podcast to talk about Birmingham. So fuck it, will do it. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to do one because I was like, I listen to podcasts all the time anyway with my job. I, I drive a van around most of the day, so I'm, I'm sick of the radio, so I'm listening to podcasts all the time. And I was thinking, I could definitely do this, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I could. So if if he can do it, I can do it. And then when you hear people that you know doing podcasts, you know, yeah. I could do that. So then I, I was thinking, what could I do? What could I do? And then it was my wife who said, oh, well, you like talking about food. Why don't you talk about food? Do a podcast about food. And I started having a look into it. Not many food kind of podcasts out there. And most of them are quite samey-samey. Like, you know, they were like very formal, very journalistic, very, you know what I mean? So I thought, imagine you just had two mates sitting talking yeah, about food. and then it, the If they happened to be able to convince some kind of chefs and stuff to, to come on. That would be brilliant. And then I thought, like, my favourite podcast at the time was Joe Rogan. And then how one episode he would have, I don't know, Kevin Hart. And then the next episode he'd have some lecturer from Oxford talking about, like, astrophysics or something. You know, and I thought, that's yeah. mental. And I thought, well, imagine if, like, one episode we could have, like, I don't know, like a Michelin star chef, you know. And then the next episode have somebody who makes a special kind of pork, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought like that'd be brilliant. So like, that's what the whole aim is. I think in our first year, we've nearly achieved something like that. I mean, we had Luke Butcher from Pinal's, we had Robert Ortiz, and then we had um, Melanie Spencer from Spencer Swindon, the design company. So it was a bit fair here and there. I'd like to vary up a bit more next year, I think, you know, yeah, get some, get some different aspects on. Yeah, get some like producers. I don't think we've had enough like food producers who like, Somebody making like cheese in their basement or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do that I mean, as well as... I want to get a buyer on, I do. Someone that sources food for people and companies. That'd yeah, that's a good, a good idea. I haven't come across anyone yeah. like that yet. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then I thought, me and Carl, used, we'd, we'd go out with our wives for dinner and then our wives would start chatting and then me and Carl would kind of sit to one side and go through all the foods, pictures of food that we've been eating lately, talk about <laughs> where we've been eating. And, you know, an, an hour would go by and I'd think, yeah, we just spoke for an hour solid about food. And I thought, that's it. That's who, that's the person. And I thought, I oh, was thinking about it. And I think I went round to yours to watch an Anthony Joshua fight. And we were sitting there and I said... Uh, was it Anthony Joshua? Yeah, it was. Yeah. He, he won, not the one he lost. It was like, he'd won. It was a good fight, but I was we were sitting chatting about food and I was like, dude, we could do this like with microphones and turn it into a podcast. And I think you were like... Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course you can, mate. <laughs> and then I think I kept going out about it. And then you just were like, yeah, let's do it, do it. And I don't know if you expected me to really do it. And then I went out and bought all the equipment. I was like, oh, shit, we've got to do this now. Yeah, that's probably important as well. I'd, like, I didn't have a clue how to make a podcast. I listened to loads. I didn't have a clue how to make them. And I think anyone listening to me wants to make a podcast. You don't have to know anything about it. There's YouTube videos. I, I just spent loads of time on YouTube looking up what to buy, finding people I respected, you know, like Tim Ferriss, um, Gary V. Have a look what equipment they've got, you know, and, and copying them, really. And there's plenty of uh, podcasts about making podcasts. So yeah. if you want to do that, it's a way to do it. So, yeah, that's why we started the podcast. That's a very long answer. Yeah, <laughs> quick fire questions. Yeah, quick fire Jesus. But I, I think it's important people know, you know. I've got a question. Is your Kettle get extra hot compared to others. My cup of tea is still <laughs> roasting. I've had it for like 10 minutes and I still can't drink it. 
Oh, the next question is, how's your first year been? But I think we've kind of just answered that. Haven't we? Like, the answer's good anyway. So. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Uh, what's been your favourite episode to record? Which has been the best one? Um, That's a really good question. I've had loads of good episodes, haven't we? That's the thing. I've had, like, they've all been good. I haven't, luckily, I haven't been involved in any bad interviews or episodes yet. No, we were saying that there's bound to be one where we're sitting there quite awkward and going, oh, God, how yeah, long's that? Like fucking looking at the clock. <laughs> Most of the time you sit, start chatting, and record, and then you look down and you think, oh, my gosh, that's like half an hour, 45 minutes gone. <laughs> I know, yeah, and we haven't even got into the main bit yet. Yeah, not into the nitty-gritty yet. Um, I don't know, I think maybe the King's Eve and Bearwood... A refugee charity was yeah, one of my favourite ones. Yeah, that's coming out the first, second week, second Friday in December. Um, we're going to release it in time for Christmas, let everyone go and buy their book. But yeah, I thought that was brilliant. I, I thought, thought it was, was really, class. we had a really good chat with them before and after the podcast as well. And they're properly nice, inspirational people. Yeah, I think that's one of the special things about Birmingham is the little people doing like amazing things on the fringes, you know. Yeah, I so think that was definitely one of my favourites to record. To be honest, I've loved recording loads they've been of them. brilliant i i don't i haven't been involved in a bad one yet crazy gin was cool going crazy over to Wolverhampton. Really, really cool they we've been really awesome. lucky i keep saying this to people i expected loads of people in this industry to just be assholes yeah and we haven't come across any yet. yeah true oh i went morridge Mar- you didn't do morridge but morridge was brilliant she just kept i thought you were gonna say no she was an asshole no she was brilliant <laughs> she was that and that story about tomb raider like my, my jaw was on the floor it was class yeah about the bobby yeah that was awesome but they've all been good jujus jujus yeah. i actually feel like i'm a member of their family now every time i go in we're cuddling like yeah. <laughs> we're having big hugs it's That's amazing it's so like- nice We've been to Dig Brew twice now, one to come out, and we went for the yeah. Beer Central one where we spoke to him there. You know, we've been to Burning Barn Rum. That was great. You die, that, that, farm die down and, the farm. It feels like ages ago now. It was so sunny and warm. Yeah, I got to try <laughs> all the rums, and we got given toffee apples. Like, what a day that was. And how about Pinnell's? Like, I know you weren't there, but like going into Pinnell's, into the private dining room, getting set up and chatting to Luke. And Luke, the best thing I think about that podcast with Luke is... It, like, it came across so well and it made me want to work at Pinar's because it yeah. sounded so brilliant. And you f- like, I came away, f- not like that I didn't doubt him or anything, but I thought, you know, was there a little bit like he's looking for chefs? He's obviously going to want to make it sound brilliant. But then we'd done the interview with Craig Treadwell. Yeah, and Craig was like, though, yeah. I mean, he, he, he practically idolized him. He's like a, a mentor to Craig. And he sounded amazing to work for, so I was like, "Yes, I knew he was a good guy." <laughs> there you go. So we, we had a few rubber to our tears. <laughs> um, but like this probably leads on to the next question: was which is your what's your favourite thing about doing the podcast? Um, being allowed to just talk about Birmingham and food without someone just rolling their eyes, because luckily the people we're talking about are on the same mindset. If I talk to some of the friends about how great Birmingham is or food and start rambling on, people just start roll their eyes. They're like, oh, God, he's off again, fuck's sake. Just shut up, man. And then other people, when we're doing this, obviously we're speaking to people that feel exactly the same or they're pushing Birmingham themselves. So it's nice to meet people who are as greedy and as obsessed about food and the industry as we are. I think a lot of people like us as well are a bit, not upset like it doesn't get to us or anything but yeah people, Birmingham's not getting the recognition it deserves and I don't think 
the food media in Birmingham, like the main newspapers and stuff, do a good enough job of pushing how amazing some of our independents are, some of the, the places like Digbeth Dine doesn't get much like national or even Birmingham kind of press, and it's amazing. Yeah. It gives like such a big platform for any food obsessives who want to go and start their own food business without having to invest in a whole restaurant or anything, you know. Yeah, but in the same sense... These places are already really busy. Like if you want to book a table at Ophim now, you're looking at next year. So if people are coming into Birmingham, it's, it's go away now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> We're really busy. We want to get into these nice places. And this it all just reminds me of the Christmas markets back on and started now. And I'm Oh, I'm going to cha- change the subject. I know you better. So I'm going to say my favourite part of this. We had a big rant on this last year. Yeah, my big, my favourite part of doing this podcast this year has been the people. I think you know, the people we've met doing the actual conversations have been unreal. The people who listen and who get in contact with us, you know, that's amazing. And I think the friends that we've made, you know, yeah, we have made some good friends out of this. Actually, it, it's it's like. It was a bit daunting at the time because you see like Insta famous people and a couple of the bloggers who are mega talented and they've all got like thousands of followers and you think, what are they going to make of just these two new bozos coming along and kind of we're not doing exactly the same as that, but something a bit different. But they've been absolutely amazing, every one of them. They've all been so welcoming. Obviously, we had Laura on from Bite Your Brum and she was cool. It's like everyone we meet. Simon's chatted to us a few times. um, Fat foodie Chris, legend, you know, all these people. Like every time we go to these kind of free kind of openings and stuff, all these free dinners, we end up just making friends, you know, Ruth, uh, Luke. I think a lot of this stuff is, it's social based. So you've, if you're a knob and you don't speak to anyone or you're an arsehole, then no one, you're not going to get very far in this yeah, business. Yeah, true, yeah. And obviously Paul Forford, legend as yeah, well. Yeah, he's helped us loads. So that's been my favourite part of the podcast. In general, what's your favourite food? Indian food. Not even a question. Yeah, I'm Chinese, but I do love Indian. Indian, straight away. Don't don't even... The answer's always Indian. Quickly, what's your go-to? Curry. Yeah. Jalfrezo. Chicken tikka jalfrezo. I'm on paneer at the minute. I'm massive on paneer. Yeah, I got you on you the paneer, paneer didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paneer. Sag paneer's really nice. I think if I have a big like meaty starter, like a mixed grill starter, or, um, you know, the chicken tikka puree, the lamb special from... Spice Club. Spice Club. Yeah. It's quite filling. So a nice bit of paneer in your main curry kind of, yeah. Yes, I love paneer. I had a starter last night, chilli paneer from the curry house. Really good. Out of all the things we've eaten this year, what's been the best dish? Best thing I've eaten this year? Wow. Do you want to go first? I need to think about this. <laughs> See, I don't know if I'm influenced because it was one of the most recent best things I've had. But I've got like, I could narrow it down to three, I think. And one of them's definitely the Orkney scallop in the broth from Harbon Kitchen. That is just another level. Absolutely. Everything about it. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. And then another favourite. These have all got like dashes or broths or something. That, that's. I mean, that's my kind of food. But there was mm. the bisque, the lobster bisque from Little Blackwood, I think back in February or March when we went. And that the pork, I think it was a pork cheek in the lobster bisque and it was unbelievable yeah. and then the the gozers from nocturnal animals so i said thing not things i know i can't narrow it down <laughs> the three of them are special like and i 
I will never have obviously the nocturnal animals one again, but that was special. And I remember in the Riser Clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That, that was, was really beautiful. Nice. That was. Yeah, so that was good. They're three of my favourite dishes. Uh, I'd say, really, like, I'm not being a dick here, but one of the best things I've eaten this year is something I cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. It was. I made Gokwan's brothers out of his book, the Chinese book I've talked about on this before, the pork belly on that. That was special, that was. That was ridiculous. And um, for Mother's Day, I made a beef wellington. I think that's probably the best thing I've eaten this year, the beef okay, wellington. If you had to I choose made. one where you're eaten out, not when you cooked yourself. Okay. That's even harder to pick. Now, um, genuinely, if I'm being objective and just thinking about what I'd be likely to go back to and eat regularly, if I had the opportunity to, it would probably be... Um, the fried buffalo chicken burger at Bonehead. Nice, good choice. Cause purely because I, I could eat that every day. And never you love bored. chicken burger as well. I love fried chicken, mate. I'm properly into fried chicken. Really, really, like, I'm obsessed with it. So seeing as you picked your own dish as your dish of the year, this next question is good for you. What would you cook if you were on MasterChef? If I was on MasterChef, I did work this out once. It'd be like a trio of beef, like beef, like an ox cheek. Done in some type of sauce. Oh, actually, no, I might do this Mexican stuff. I like your Mexican stuff. That yeah. stuff, you, that list of stuff you sent me the other day. Yeah, I sent him a list the other day. I sent Liam a list yesterday because I'm getting really frustrated with the lack of good Mexican food in Birmingham. I'm getting to a stage now where I'm sick of talking about it. Yeah. And I'm getting I mean, you're going to gonna st- start a campaign. I'm going to get a campaign sorted it's for you. It's not even that. I'm just... I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fucking do it myself in a minute. Carlos, like, Carlos is Mexican night. So like, I wrote out a list of... Um, a full like taster menu sort of vibe thing for what I'd do if I was doing a Mexican pop-up. The chef's gifts at the start, the three little gifts were the ones that got made. I looked unbelievable. Yeah, the avocado soup, um, chipotle deep fried oyster and a squash empanada. Sold. <laughs> I'm guessing number one, but I'll probably help you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah, probably yeah, need the kitchen your that, yeah. But yeah, yeah, probably something Mexican. Fish tacos or pork cheek tacos, probably. It's quite funny. So I've I've actually asked this question. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> you have I no idea. What, I don't know what I'd cook. Uh, <laughs> to be honest. I've been spoke to you, man. Something that doesn't matter if it gets cold. <laughs> the person that went on yeah, MasterChef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was point. really yeah, cool. I suppose if you're thinking ta- tactical. Yeah, something that's nice when it gets cold. I think I might just cook a roast, but try and make it a bit more fancy. Yeah, fucking roast, man. I'm really good at roast, though. It's probably my dish that is a roast. You I'm should do something easier, like a <laughs> duck leg, <laughs> Venetian duck leg ragu. Thing. It's so easy. You could make the fucking pasta yourself. It would still be easier. Actually, you know what? I really do a really good blue cheese, red onion risotto with some really nice chicken. Nice. That's what I would say. So no, it's just just the entry dish, you know, the first dish they cook. Yeah, like a little risotto. Plus, it doesn't matter if it goes a bit cold risotto. No, it can go a bit too hard. It depends how much cheese you put in it. Lots of cheese, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so our final question: Do you have anything you'd like to say to the people who listen to this podcast? Um, Thank you for listening. (laughs) I can't believe anyone. To be honest, I'm generally of the. I can't believe anyone listens. So the fact that we get the figures you say we get, I find like amazing. Mind blowing, yeah, yeah. And the messages, I love the messages. People who just 
You might be just sitting there on a Saturday morning, you get a random message from someone saying, I've just listened to your episode, it's brilliant. Or even when I'm at work and I've popped into like a building suppliers and someone's like, I was listening to you today. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, me, yeah, <laughs> you I'm, listen to us. It's weird. Whenever I meet someone that listens to it that we don't know, yeah. I'm always like, the first question I always ask, why? <laughs> I just want to know that, why. Like when I was at Harborn Night Markets and someone was like, looking at me and I was like they're looking at me I don't know why and then <laughs> he finally came over and said uh, you breaking bread I was like yeah he's like I recognize your voice <laughs> Jesus I was like what <laughs> oh, it depresses me that some people might recognize me more by a crappy voice <laughs> it's not bad. everyone hates their own voice yeah so that's our uh, frequently asked I hope you enjoyed that little section I thought yeah, hello yeah you're gonna struggle to get that down to a minute ain't yeah, you? that's not gonna make a minute <laughs> for me I thought it's important people would like to hear that kind of stuff yeah, well, we get asked them questions literally, some of them questions we get asked every time we meet someone, don't we? Yeah, and it's our own fault because we've never made it clear. So No, and if they ask again, then we know they don't listen to we'll this just podcast. Play. We'll just play, we that. We'll just have it <laughs> yeah. recorded on my phone, there so you go. don't you listen? <laughs> what do you answer to all this? So we'll start our usual episode, we'll probably get it on a bit faster because time is running out. And I know, yeah, I've got to go and pick the miss up, we've got to go Sainsbury's. <laughs> have you been cooking anything? Uh, no, last night I got takeaway. Cooked a few things recently. Them halloumi chips out the pinch and numbook. They're the one. Mm, they're good. You've been doing the pinch and numbook. I was going to say, like, I'm not going to list everything because I've been doing keto for the last five weeks. So pinch and numb has been like my bible. So you, pinch and numb is obviously just a diet book, but you just change all the low fat stuff for high fat stuff. You know, you change the low cal one spray for beef dripping. Yeah. And uh, it's just another level of stuff. Like, it's brilliant. Because it's all naturally quite low carb anyway. Yeah. And I don't think... Like, I can't... You Aside from the, all the times it tells you to use a low-fat spray, like you'd struggle to know that was a low-fat, like a healthy cooking book. You'd have amazing. no idea. Yeah, it, but you followed recipes to a T and every one of them works. Did you cook the chicken satay curry at? No, it's on my list. Oh, that's that's probably the best thing I've yeah, cooked. It's on my list. That's for a weekend. I've done sloppy joes on Friday. They were unbelievable. Yeah, I did that, but so I did it good. with corn instead. And they Your were rubbish. <laughs> no, I, I thought they were incredible. The one that's impressed me the most is the creamy chicken. I don't know. Creamy garlic chicken is unbelievable. And it's, do you know what? It's such a good base for any sauce. If you added a bit more cheddar to it, you could have it on, or well, you could have it on anything, but. I was thinking, I've had, I once had a steak, ribeye steak with a gorgonzola cheese sauce, and it tastes exactly like the sauce on this recipe, so if you just add a bit of gorgonzola into it, I think it would be that sauce. Yeah, it's one of my favourite so, cheese, especially for a, to put in a sauce. It's not roux-based either, the sauce, so there's no flour involved. Well, uh, if you've got gorgonzola, really you can literally just heat it up in a pan, and it will just yeah. turn into a sauce, you yeah, don't got to do yeah. nothing. Well, that's why if you add it to this, I think it'd be mm. perfect. Absolutely perfect. It's lo- It's just delicious. Yeah, I like it with steak. Gorgonzola goes really well. Yeah, it does go great with steak. It's one of the it's, blue cheese is a bit overpowering, I think, for steak. Uh, it depends how much you like blue cheese. I do like it, but I think I like the taste of steak better. That's why yeah. I don't like drowned it in blue no, cheese. Like it. it's if it's called, too um, strong, I always get a dolciate sauce. I think that's how you say it if you go to an Italian place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be quite subtle though. It can't be like a full-on Stilton. Yeah, yeah, that might be a bit too much. Gorgonzola's yeah. a lot lighter, though. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I've been cooking anyway. Like, yeah, you've done loads of cooking. Yeah, you? I've been cooking Way a more lot. Than I, have. I ain't done shit. It's a good habit to get into. I think I've got into it now. You know, we've come out of the habit of getting home and just throwing something in the free from the freezer to the the oven, 
if you pl- plan it on a Saturday, what we're having, do the menu for the week, stick it on the fridge. Oh shit, I ain't done my own lunch <laughs> shop for the week. Bollocks, I know I'd forget something. And then you get into the habit then, you know what, I do try and do a slow cooker recipe on a Monday, so then I get it all prepared on the Sunday, stick it in a slow cooker before work on the, on the Monday. Come yeah, home, that's a good idea. Especially in this weather, it's perfect for it. So yeah, I think that's pretty much what we've been cooking really, I don't want to get stuck on this because we've got quite a lot to get through yeah and as i said i ain't really i've I've just been cooking the same shit i'm always cooking at the moment so there's nothing (laughs) new i could start telling you what i've cooked be like oh it's fucking pictures look nice that tiny head off and the other day looked really yeah that was new that was um that was the thai noodles out of the leaning 15 book but i just took the beef out and decided i'd duck fry some duck breast and it's then roast choice, it for a yeah. bit and then chop it up and put it on the top instead of adding beef. Yeah, nice. Good swap. It was really nice, a bit more actually. Interesting. Yeah, 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 I like duck as well. So, eating-wise, past guests, Robert Ortiz, obviously we'd done that interview before he opened in Mosley, and now he's open, and we went the second week, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went not long after it opened, yeah, to Chicana. Chicana, Mosley. What do you think? Really good. Really like it. I was so impressed. Like, even now, I'm still blown away. <laughs> I was just impressed with how different it was. I was going to try stuff I'd never put in my mouth before. It was really, that's what I like. It looked like nothing I've ever had before, but it tastes, it just, you, so you look at the pictures and you think, well, how can that really taste as good as it looks? Because it's so vibrant. The colours are like yellow, like but like striking yellow, yeah, striking yeah, red, yeah. striking purples. And you're like, what's that going to taste like? And then you have it and it just, everything goes together. It's it's just incredible. It's really good place. Nice atmosphere, good service. The food was good. The cocktails were good. I just really enjoyed it. It was a really nice place. Yeah. Siobhan had the beef. I think that was probably yeah, the best Yeah, I think she dish. had the best dish. The beef certainly was. And oddly enough, it weren't even the beef that was the best thing on her plate. She had that polenta cake that yeah. I just I thought that was stunning. I had the sea bream actually starter. That was really good. Yeah, your starter was good. I had the pulpo, the octopus. That was nice. Yeah, jealous. I love, I love octopus. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so yeah, if you get the chance, go to Chicana. Obviously, we bang on about it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'll be going again. Put it that way. I thought it was really good. And then, where else? Oh, Burger Fest. Yeah, we had Burger Fest. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. It was something that kind of we sneaked up on us. Really, we kind of slept on it a little bit. Didn't see all the buzz on social, and then we got there. It was like we seen the night before. OPM had announced their collab with Homeboys from Nottingham. That was just next level stuff on it. That burger. Yeah, it was called the Homeboy, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was called that the was the best Homeboy. thing I that day. Definitely, I was over the moon with that. It burger. was the best toppings. But do you know what? For just pure burger, just for the taste of the beef in the burger, Libertine, the fat food is special. The taste of that, um, I think it was what, I don't know if it was Wagyu or 100 day aged beef. It was just. I think it was Wagyu, wasn't it? I'm sure I've seen that Oh, right man. Now. But just, just the flavour of that. I would have literally just ate that burger with the bun. I didn't need any of the toppings. It was just that good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looked nice. Okay, I never tried it, but it looked good. You had a Nanny Bill, which was probably the most interesting burger. It comes with a little pot of gravy. You know, I was really looking forward to that, especially since I'm always interested to try the ones that come all the way from London and places like this. And it was nice, but I'd have rather have had another Homeboy from OPM and Homeboys. Yeah. Happily. Like, it was nice. It was the biggest queue, and it tasted nice. But I think anything after that Homeboy burger, which had, like, Miso, mustard, mayo, and stuff like that, and bone marrow in it. Like, you're not going to beat that. Yeah. 
so good. Plus, I love Japanese sort of flavors, and that burger was full of them. So full of imani when it's just complete yeah. perfect so that's i'm all about that type of flavoring so good sharpness and sweetness yeah. in there as well but don't get me wrong nanny bills was good i think nanny bills is more of a instagram type burger if you know what i mean it was definitely the best photo we took yeah the photo was brilliant. you can like you've got your little pot of gravy which was nice the gravy's good i didn't actually get the gravy in it i just put the photo just you holding the burger yeah, unbelievable. yeah. It had a little bit of the purple from the Black Sabbath on the photo as well, which just <laughs> made the burger stand out even yeah. more. It was brilliant. Like, great photo. Go to Instagram. Go see it. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, so my favourite thing about Burger Fest was just that whole atmosphere of the day. It was so nice, wasn't it? Everyone, Everyone was, so was really friendly. friendly. We bumped the... into a few people we'd, we're Insta-friends with. <laughs> yeah, sort <laughs> of that vibe. IRL, in real life. <laughs> oh. We met loads. We met, like, Chris and... Oh, in real life. Yeah, yeah. I thought you yeah. were talking about a person. I was like, who's no, the no, fuck's I, name? Oh, yeah. initials IRL. Somebody calls himself IRL. Like K- I know, yeah. KSI. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange nickname. I think we just lost half our audience. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so I just loved the whole vibe of the day. Really nice atmosphere. Definitely be going to that again. It's good. It was nice. It was lucky it was a nice day as well. Yeah, it was a great day. The only thing is, I don't know how many burgers can eat in a day. What did I eat? Four or five? You had one... Two, three, yeah, three or four. Four, I think. And I, I only had stuffed. two. Yeah, yeah. But I was getting takeaway on the night, so. Four's just four burgers. Who eats four burgers? And we got yeah. loads of stuff from Bake. Oh, yeah, loads of goodies from Bake to take out. I love Bake. Yeah, love that was bake. the first time I'd had stuff from Bake. We met Jack, Spice Adams. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool fella he is. I think we we bumped into him before or something. Or we'd seen him at something. Yeah, he was at Beer Fest and a few others, but we never got chatting and then No, no, he's a really nice fella. So as I said, spoke to him on Insta a few times as well, seems nice. His photos are really good. Did you see his photos of his last trip? Was it um Hong Kong he went to? No, I haven't been on Singapore. I can't remember it, but I've been ill all week, so I haven't been looking at the internet too much. Yeah. So Meat Fest what after Meat Fest? Burger Fest. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> we went, I tell you, after the Cray interview, we went, was it after the Cray interview? Uh, no, Mike, it wasn't. After Mike. After Mike from Canary Kitchen, the MasterChef episodes. We went to Rudy's in Birmingham for pizza. Yeah. That was good pizza. I was seriously impressed with Rudy's. I was really, really, I Eight was shocked. Quid. Eight quid. Eight quid. And we're in and out as well. It was perfect for after a podcast. Oh, that's our two places. When we're recording Bacchus, we'll be going to Rudy's after everyone. Yeah, that's a definite Perfect. Now. It was so good. But you had a good beer in there as well, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it was a Dig Brew beer. That's a good vibe. Really we're ready nice. that they're stuck in local beers. Yeah, I think that's what they specialise in going to an area. And there's that much local beer everywhere you go now. I mean, I just got back from Bath and there's so much local beer there as well. It's just everywhere's obsessed with their own craft beers now. Best pizza in Birmingham? Best I've had. I, mean, I haven't tried everywhere, so I couldn't say for close. sure. Polis, I think it's better than Polly's pizza, but the sides the sides in Polly, like, you know, and lamb fat roast potatoes and the bone marrow and the sourdough and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. other amazing stuff that they do, the crayfish. I'd say it's really just the best pizza I've had, but I haven't been to Polly yet. I haven't been to Pizza Slicer. I haven't been to Pizza, yeah. We're definitely going... They're the nicest dudes ever than Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they seem really nice. Yeah, vegetarian pizza. Yeah. And I quite... If I... Like, I often get vegetarian pizza anyway. I don't think you necessarily need meat on a pizza. Nah, it's enough. I like it, but... And I often get it, but... 
I'm fairly happy with a vegetarian one. Right, you're talking to someone who's not the biggest fan of pizza and has pineapple in his pizza. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on fucking pineapple on a pizza. We've had this argument before. It does not belong on a pizza or in a curry. So stop putting it in Dan's sack. It's one of the only... Oh, it's amazing. Uh, one of the only other places I've had was for my birthday. We went to Harbon Kitchen, which was another level. Yeah, you went. Yeah. I didn't go. No, just me and my wife. Well, they really looked after. Well, a place. Like, you definitely need to go there, Carl. Yeah, it's it's where I'd have picked for us to go for our Christmas meal if you hadn't gone for your birthday. But oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be going soon. I'm definitely going. The food's just another level. It's so good. Yeah. So good. How they've been overlooked, like, for anything, you know. Don't even get a look in at Michelin Starlet. That's I'm I'm coming to the opinion with stuff like that. It doesn't matter. The services in pickle, you, it's just, I mean, it's that level. You go to the toilet, they push your chair in, fold your napkin, they wait till your water's halfway down, they top it up. So everything's perfect. They take notice of which, like, I'm, I wouldn't say stupid, but cag-handed. I always eat with my fork in my right hand as opposed to my left. Right. And they noticed that. So then the second course, they came and set the table opposite. That's clever. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like you know that they're watching then. Yeah. No, it's it's really high money. But I don't think you need recognition and stars and shit like this. As long as you're a good restaurant and you're busy, then but they were that's packed. It. So <laughs> exactly. Look, yeah. there's a long list to get in. You can't we'll just get one for well. a Saturday. We should go for brunch one day. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, definitely look at brunch. So yeah, I was really impressed. Obviously, the highlight is already probably my dish of the year, which is the Orkney scallops. Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's really good. I couldn't. There's nothing I could say was like bad about any of the courses. Every course, and they felt like they followed on. So like, once there was something that was quite rich, there was a bit of like acidity in the next one that kind of brought it back down again. I thought it was just real clever, like tasting menu. I think it was eight courses, chosen eight. Whichever the biggest one is, I definitely went for the extra course. Yeah, always go. Oh, for what's what what's the most expensive menu you've got? I love that. Duck, uh, was it duck fat bread for catcher or something? That was just yeah, another duck level. Fat. Yeah, <laughs> and it, oh, it was just, everything was amazing, perfect, really good. They make a big fuss here because it's your birthday. You know, it's nice. Yeah, I like that. It's, uh, with these places, it's good to tell them it's your birthday or anniversary anyway. Anniversary is a good one because you both usually get something then. Yeah, so if you yeah, just have it as your wedding anniversary every time you go somewhere, yeah, you both usually get a glass of something before you start. Anywhere else you've at home? Uh, I went, look, I used to go to Rico Libre a lot where it used yeah. to be and they've moved now to into the custard factory. It's nice, the uh, new surroundings. It's nice, yeah, I... <sighs> I don't want to slag the place off because the food's as good and it's the same people and they're all really nice people and we were chatting to them, they're really good. But I really liked where it was. Yeah. I liked the fact that it was in an old pub and you were pretty much sitting on top of each other. Like if you turned around, you'd probably knock something off someone else's plate or like <laughs> a table. Like you had to, just to go to the toilet, you'd be like, oh no. <laughs> and you'd have to like get around loads of people. But I loved that sort of atmosphere and... I really like that side of it in this place. The in now, like it's a lot cleaner, it's a lot smarter. But it's a canteen during the day, and it it feels like a canteen mm. on the evening still. Yeah, which I can't still. Like I said I can't fault the food. It's just a. 
I miss where it was, if you know what I mean. Yeah. If you'd never been to the old place, this would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you hadn't seen saying. how it was, you'd probably be like, oh, man, this tapas is awesome. But I'm a bit nostalgic for how cool the place was that you used to be in. Yeah, speaking of tapas, there was obviously the sad news of Emma and El Baracho. No, I can't believe. Still can't get over that. Yeah, it's that's Brexit a for massive, you. massive loss. That is huge loss. Yeah, it's huge. Um, obviously, I think, was it Migas, her other restaurant in Sutton? Yeah. Probably the only good restaurant in Sutton. So yeah. that's gutting for Sutton. Gutting for Sutton. Yeah, <laughs> gutting yeah. for Sutton. Gutted for Sutton. Yeah. Uh, but she's doing a pop-up at little, our favourite restaurant. Yeah, yeah, Spon- yeah. pop-up Breaking Bread Podcast sponsored by Little Blackwood. I know, yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's doing a nice little pop-up at Little Blackwood on the 17th and 18th, 18th of December. So tickets are on sale now. Just go and book through Little Blackwood's website. Yeah, go on. It's all on there. Yeah, so that's one to uh, see. Again, we don't work no. for Little Blackwood. No. I know it does come across like this every time we talk. But we don't. Speaking of Little Blackwood, this comes out after we're going to have eaten there. I'm eating there twice next week. But this won't come out until Friday. And I'm eating there Thursday and Friday. So I'm eating there tonight. (laughs) I'm eating there tonight and I can't wait. But the one that we've done on the Thursday, we're actually recording a podcast. Yeah, we're doing live, live from Little Blackwood. It's not really live. Like, I'm not releasing it live. But but it'll probably be released. It's like as we're doing it. If today's Friday, I'm probably releasing it Saturday. I'm just releasing it as soon as I can. I'm not going to edit it too much. I wanted to get the whole vibe of the evening. It's a special evening for the wine. What's the red wine? Beaujolais Nouveau. I definitely need to learn how to say that before Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just cut to me saying it. Or just cut to me once saying it. When you edit the podcast, just put that line in every time. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. That's going to be mega. Ex- I can't wait for that. No, no, I'm really. How many excited. courses? I can't remember how many courses. Game. I can't remember. Like, you're hearing more. Listen to game. the podcast tomorrow that comes out. It's the special evening, a little black one. But I can't wait. It's one of my favourite days of the year. It's like Christmas for me. Yeah, it's the only it. time of the year that wine when, comes when out. When Ben asked me about it, I was a bit like, yeah, sounds all right. Sounds good. And then Carl just marches in like a bus, like, yeah, we are definitely doing that. Yeah, mate. we're doing that 100%. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I do. absolutely love it. It's just a nice, young, fresh red wine. It's Ben quite said rare. it's like alcoholic Ribena. Um... <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like very that. fruity. It's very light. It's it's a special wine and it's a special time of year. We'll hear about it on the next episode. Yeah, you'll hear all so about make it. Make sure you subscribe and you'll get that episode tomorrow straight to you. A couple of new openings, obviously Kilo. Yeah, there's another Kilo. one in there. Yeah, the, the old one was in the Custard Factory and that's still open. It's not going anywhere, but now they've moved. They've got a new one opened in Bourneville. Well, is it is part of awesome. a franchise type thing? No, it's only the two. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, If you've never heard of Clean Kilo, they're a zero plastic kind of minimal waste kind of thing. They're just, they're just doing amazing things, aren't they? They're doing what we're supposed to be doing now, aren't we? Yeah. But we yeah, don't, but we're supposed yeah. to be doing it, and they're doing it. We just need more of them. Like they if, will. They, they will. Need, they need one in Shirley or something. Yeah, That's we definitely need one of this. But Bournemouth's not too far, and it? Bournemouth's a great suit for them there, I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, Bournemouth's a great place for one of them. Love to have them on the podcast next year, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be in touch. That's it. That's the problem we're having most of the time. It's like We've got a long list of people who want to come on the podcast. Like I've told people from last summer, but yeah, yeah we'll same. have you on soon. Yeah. And we still haven't got yeah. around to getting them on yet. Some people that I really like and breweries that I really like. Yeah. Couch. 
Couches open. Couches opening. I'm going on Friday. I'm very jealous. You really going tonight? Excited. Yeah, you're going tonight. Oh, if this, yeah, if, yeah, if, if this, this comes, out, comes Friday, out today, if this comes out Friday, then yeah, I'm going tonight. But you say tonight, then people. Are, what if people listen to it on Saturday? Well, they'll hear all, all of this like, conversation. All later. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to couch. You go to couch. And I'm very, very excited about it because it's just run by great people, people that really know about their alcohol. So that just, just, I can't wait to try their cocktails. Yeah, so basically there's a company called Crushed and Cubed who do, they curate cocktail menus and and create cocktail menus for a lot of our favourite kind of restaurants and stuff, really. I know Little Blackwood uses them. There's more, but um, Chicana used them. So quite a few. These are the people that have, been behind all the best cocktails or some of the best cocktails I've had in the last couple of years. Yeah, because you add them to, so obviously it's their their um, cocktail bar, and then you add in the ex bar manager from the Edge Baston. I mean, you, if you speak to most people about cocktails, Edge Baston Boutique Hotel is one of the first places that comes up. Yeah, they're really good there. So the team, it's an unbelievable team. It's already opened a lot of the photos and stuff coming out it looks special though it's so good looks really good they've got negronis on tap seven quid for negroni on tap that's not bad i might get one of them while i'm waiting for one of my actual cocktails <laughs> that's a good idea i bet most people do that yeah so give me one of them now and while you make that other one i'll drink that two things <laughs> i love about it is it's capped at nine quid a cocktail which is good because you know not some places you can chat 15 20 quid which is ridiculous for a cocktail yeah it is yeah and they've chose to open it in sturchley Viva Sturchley. I love the place. I know, yeah. I love Sturchley. I'm so, going on Friday. That's how I'm going. I'm going on Friday because I haven't been out in Sturchley properly. Oh, I went to Eatbit so now. I'm speaking night. of Sturchley. I've been yeah, to Yeah, I'm tempted to speak there, but I want to eat at Cork and Cage. Yeah, I'm, there. we should do a day, really. Like just, I'm just going around. Because yeah. there's loads of breweries there as yeah, well. Yeah, Sturchley looks... Glasshouse there, isn't it? Glasshouse, Attic. Yeah, there's a few. There's loads of places. Viva Sturchley, as I said. It's the place, man. So many good stuff. Loaf still there. I love loaf. Yeah, can eat. Obviously, can eat's brilliant. Yeah, can eat's really nice. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to trying couch. I think that's kind of most of the new openings. Cry Treadwell, our last episode was with Cry, and he's got a new restaurant coming up. I think it's just getting refurbed at the minute. And he's doing a pop up from there, a couple of pop ups from there, and then it opens officially in January. So keep your eyes out for that. Yeah, that should be something special. We're trying it this week, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to wilderness. I'll be going to wilderness tomorrow. You got a busy week, man. We've got Craze Food Monday. We've got Little Blackwood on Thursday. You're going to Little Blackwood on Friday. Friday. Wilderness Saturday. Saturday. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) Joe. It's a good job I've been on that diet for the last five weeks. (laughs) You're going to need it it for this week. (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of all the places, really. Yeah, it's all the new places. We're going to... There's a new restaurant opening called Rose... Rosu? Rosu. Rosu, Rosu, Rosu. Yeah, yeah, it's opening in the um, Arcadian. Yeah, that's the opening for that's next week. Not normally somewhere you'd find me or you, but... It looks a bit like the kind of... Um, I don't know if it's Noel's or Noel's that opened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it sort of... It looks cool, interesting. Though, it yeah. does look really nice. The photos I've seen and the clips on Instagram, this place looks good. Have you seen the new Christmas pop-up? It's got like the see-through I've Christmas pudding. I've seen um, Laura. Laura's, yeah. yeah. I've seen it on her Instagram. I don't know what that is that all about. It looks crazy, didn't it? I thought, I'm sure I read it. It was over 88,800 8, 8, 
Christmas lights, but I can't remember which it was. Either way, it's a lot. I need to get Extinction (laughs) Rebellion down there. (laughs) Turn your fucking lights down. (laughs) So, yeah, that's one of them. That was about it, I think, after Rosier and that What was I ranting about, just? We're talking about the Christmas pop-up place with the Christmas puddings. Oh, yeah, Christmas pudding jelly. Oh, yeah, Yeah. tell you where you can put that. (laughs) I don't like Christmas puddings. I can't stand Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding clear jelly. Oh, no. Couldn't think of anything worse. Just cinnamon jelly. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks. I don't see me going to this place somehow. No, no. Not that we've been invited, but I don't care. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes, I think... That was everything we wanted to get through. We got through a lot there in a very short amount of time. We did rush for it. I've got yeah. my orange twirls on. Not that much. Anyone had an orange twirl yet? They're orange unreal. Twirl. You got so much feedback for that. I know, man. Somebody actually said, I don't care about all the posh food you post. I just love this. <laughs> and I put the photo of the orange twirl. Orange twirl, man. It was oh, so good. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> we put it on. Someone liked it. I can't believe how hard they are to I get. I can't believe how many you bought. <laughs> oh, mate, that was been, that was been, because I got really annoyed because a lot of people are just buying up all of them in shops, which is why you can't get hold of them. And Siobhan wanted to get loads in this one shop that we, because we went to Bath and we found the shop and they were all in there and we were like, oh man, we'll have some of these. And we had one each and then next day we're like, right, we're leaving Bath today, we'll go and grab a load. And we could have grabbed more, to be honest, and if I hadn't been there, Sean would have. But then that's not fair because someone else might want one. Don't be a dick. Don't take them all. Although we did take eight. <laughs> eight. I couldn't believe that for eight. So don't be a dick. That's the Breaking Bread podcast. Uh, what is it? Rule. What's the company rules? No, every company has a. Uh, that's a Breaking Bread podcast philosophy. Eight bar minimum. No, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick. Don't that's... take them all. Someone else <laughs> wants to try these. So we could have got more. And they are fantastic. They are really, really good. I'm well impressed with them. Yeah, that's good. Are, mm. are they better than chocolate orange, though? Uh, yes. Definitely. I do like orange chocolate, so I definitely will try one. Yeah, I like... If, listen, if you like chocolate orange and you like twirls and you're laughing... Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. We've got Carters coming up. We have got Carters coming up. We won't up be recording December. again before that. Probably not, no. It's took us this long to get... So I know, it's okay, ages. It's been so busy. We have recorded like every week. <laughs> I know, yeah, people are going, oh, they haven't done this for ages. Like, yeah. we've been recording every single yeah, week of podcast week. at the moment. We've got we've loads. Got, we planned to like do a couple before the end of the year, and we wrote them all down. And then loads just came in, but there weren't ones that we could sort of. We've already got ones booked up until February next year yeah. as well. February we couldn't March. really put them off. They're like podcasts that needed to be doing. They need to be doing, yeah. Soon, and some of the podcasts we've got coming up, we can't really dictate too much when we yeah. do them because they're by they're by good people, to be honest. Well, everyone's so, good people, but they, these are people that people whose times time, frames are, yeah. are at a very very big premium to get hold of. Yeah, so but you'll hear off us again soon. Yeah, that one's in the bag. You'll find out about this one. We got we got a real big podcast coming yeah. up. Yeah, as I said as well, we got the little Blackwood special probably coming out the day after this one. So have a look at that, and then we got the Kingsafe and Bearwood action for refugees, which is that's a good Chris. That's a good one for Christmas. You really want to listen to that because they're doing some amazing things. Yeah, really listen to yeah. that one. I as I said when we were asked earlier, that's probably my favourite podcast we've recorded mm. so far. You might have seen on Insta as well. We've kind of changed our whole Instagram thing now. I've 
we're doing more kind of Birmingham fans who want to do the whole kind of Brum Dime with us is our hashtag, hashtag Brum Dime with us. If you... That's all me. Because I've been putting me. Us, us, us definitely. Brum Dime with us. Yeah. the show's called Brum, Come Dime With Me. Or is it Come Dime With Us? Yeah, but there's two of us, so I've just done Brum Dime With Us. Basically, we just want it to be a bit more all-inclusive. <laughs> yeah, just put both, yeah. Put both. We just want to make our Insta more inclusive for everyone. We want to make, build a little community of little Birmingham and Midlands people who love food and want to share their food. So if you do eat out somewhere nice or you cook something brilliant at home, make sure you tag Break, Breaking Bread Podcast UK and we'll feature a couple of the best ones on our page, you know. Yeah, yeah, Give yeah. shout outs. We'll be there. And if anyone's so, got questions or anything they want to just message us. Yeah, message us. Yeah. We like we'll the questions. Them. It's yeah, one of my favourite things, getting asked questions about shit Yeah, we do. it's class. Yeah, we love people have shit that we'll never think to ask ourselves or mention. So if you think of something... There's a very good chance. If you ask us a question, there's a very good chance you'll get an answer. 100%. It is just us two who does the uh, Instagram, so it will be one of us who answers. So, yeah, thanks very much for everyone for this last year. Yeah, Hope you've cheers, enjoyed guys. it as much as we've absolutely loved it. And here's to another year. It's been emotional. Cheers, Carl. See you later.